your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Tributes have been pouring in for the death of a music legend. Joe Brown was on the music scene in Limerick for over 40 years and was only this morning likened to Johnny Cash. Now, our friend Nicky Wolf knows an awful lot about music in Limerick and elsewhere, and he's on the line now to fill us in a bit more. Good morning to you, Nicky. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So there is a generation of listeners that won't know a lot about Joe Brown. Can you put him into context for them? Well, I mean, Joe Brown is around probably longer than 40 years, actually. He goes back to the, the, the late 50s, early 1960s. Uh, and when he started his career uh, in a band called um, the, the London Airs, which was a show band. Um, and then during that period, he was in various show bands, the Empire Show Band, the early lineup of that, with great Joe Cusick, the great Joe Cusick indeed. Um, he played in as well. And um, But Joe was a guy, and he also played in the Ascot Show Band, just to put that in context. He was a, one member of that era. Uh, but then I suppose where he really started his career was with uh, his two brothers, John and Willie, uh, and along with uh, Tony Carey and Noel Casey, started a skiffle group way back in the late 50s, the Lizard, the Lizard Skiffle Group, or maybe the early 60s. Uh, you know, Lonnie Donegan was huge back in the early 50s, and Joe was always ahead of the curve, I thought. Uh, when it came to music, he was right on right on the, on, on the, on the, on the money, as I say, um, with his music content. Um, and I suppose further, uh, further down the line, he went into this. There was a huge country boom in the, the late 80s, early 90s, um, um, and he played with uh, the, the, the Dirty Dog Review and, of course, uh, Joe Brown Band, who were played in the Granary and the Parkway, which I uh, heard John Steele mentioning in the interview before the news there. Mm. And, Nicky, what made him so special, so distinctive? Well, for me, Joe, I just think he had a, he had a, he had a, a, a canny knack of uh, performing songs uh, and making them his own, and that was his gift. Um, I think John mentioned it uh, in his interview there with Nigel that uh, Joe had had a brilliant voice to start with. He was a great player, and he always played with the best players. Um, you know, this town has produced loads of great players anyway. But uh, at the time, particularly around that Joe Brown era uh, of the the Granary and the and the Parkway, he was playing with Tuesday Blue, who, who were most of Tuesday Blue, I should say, like Ralph Lintine, Dave Curie, Ray Fien, uh Brian O'Connor, who's now living in Sweden, uh, John Steele, of course, played with him as well at, at various stages. Um, but he always had great bands, and he he just had an amazing voice. Um, if you were if you turned your back on Joe Brown. And he did a Johnny Cash song. You think it was Johnny Cash. Or did a Willie Nelson song. Uh, or George Jones. He was that good. Uh, I would have felt uh, as a singer. And indeed, as I said, as a player. Yeah. It was interesting to hear John Steele talk about the slight prejudice against country music that existed on the scene at that time. Well, I, that, that came about, I think, Joe, because, uh, you know, this... Uh, Irish country music, and this is no disrespect to Irish country music, the likes of Big Tom, um, uh, you know, um, people who were in, in that era of, of country music and dancing. Um, I think this was this was a different sort of country. I mean, jo, uh, Joe was playing um, right on the money, as I said, with, with people like the, of the day, like Lyle Lovett, uh, James McMurtry. He was doing songs of the current time in, in America, which was huge. Um, and apart from, I mean, like at that time, the Joe Brown Band, 
for me, uh, you know, apart from the, the Flag Cowboys and Ray Lynham, who I was always thought had a brilliant voice, uh, and maybe Brendan Quinn, Joe Brown was right up there for me. Uh, absolutely. He just had an incredible voice. And as I said, could make a song his own. Um, I know that Rick Rubin did a number of albums with Johnny Cash in the early noughties. And Joe decided to do uh, Hurt, which was a, a song by Nine Inch, Nail, Nine, Nine Inch Nails. He would make it his own. He could d- d- deliver a song just you know, the way it should be delivered. And that's what his strength, in my opinion. Yeah, we're chatting to Nicky Wolf, and uh, lots of people would only know the Parkway as a shopping centre, but it was some music <laughs> venue in its day. Yeah, well, it was. Funny enough, I was like, thinking about last night, when, when Joe started in the Granary, Paddy Ryan was running the Granary at the time. And that would, you know, that was five to eight. Uh, and, and much the similar, similar to, the Parkway was a huge venue, had a huge ballroom. Uh, I went to various nightclubs, Close Encounters and uh, other nightclubs at the time. Were, uh, Oasis, I think, was another nightclub that was out there in, uh, at one stage or another. Um, but there was a great bar area there, which Joe and the lads played in on a Sunday afternoon. It was like a little family unit. I mean, there was hundreds of people there, but they all, everyone knew each other. And, the, you know, the, the, the sessions were just incredible. They really were, as John said. Uh, there earlier on with Nigel. They just were extraordinary. Yeah. Never never to be repeated. Well, uh, I, I wonder about that. I mean, there isn't any equivalent, you think, in Limerick today? Uh, well, I, I was lucky enough to run to run a number of venues in town, as you know, during the 80s and the 90s. And I, I don't think there is, Joe. I, I, it was a different, different Ireland for starters. Um, I think people went out on a Sunday and made a, an all-day thing, as, as John had said. I mean, there was various venues around town you could go to. You could start in the Brazen Head, uh, you know, from 12 to 2 hearing the bootlegging band, and then go to the Granary to hear Joe between 5 and 8, and then do a late-night session in the old Savoy, for example, that was still going. Um, so there was various venues and various times. I just think at the time, uh, you know, Joe was also a very in, a big influencer. I think, you know, he was set, he had a workshop up in Zurich Studios in, uh, in Edward Street, and a lot of young bands at the time, like the Hitchers, Touch of Oliver, the Cranberry Sauce. They weren't even the Cranberries at this stage. They were recording their first demo uh, up there with uh, uh, Pierce Gilmore in Zurich. Uh, and that, you know he was an influencer at the time. They were doing uh, that that first demo they did nothing left at all. Or first many tape did it uh, up in Zurich, and uh, <coughs> he was uh, you know I mean he just had a, a, mm. a, a, you know a way about him I suppose. Yeah, I mean it, it was amazing really to hear from you and John Steele and others the sort of influence he had uh, Joe Brown on. You mentioned Tuesday Blue, who we knew well. And the Cranberries, obviously, uh, on a more contemporary basis, maybe younger listeners would immediately respond to that name. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, the lads in Tuesday Blue would would have come out of various other bands, but uh, Tuesday Blue were the next, you know, assigned to Mother Records, which was was a U2 label. and they were they got onto that label before they signed for to EMI America. And Joe was playing with these guys every week, and I'm sure he was influencing because he had lived through what uh, you know four or five decades prior to them uh, breaking it through uh, into uh, a sort of where they might have made it. They were a very very good band, Choose the Blue, very good, and they, they had that stadium sound. They probably just were signed to the wrong record label in EMI America at the time because uh, there was a big roster, like Richard Marks, David Bowie, Tina Turner. So they were down the list, and the album Shaboom, we didn't get pushed. But that wasn't Joe's fault. I think Limerick at that time was producing a huge amount of bands, as, as Ireland was in the 80s. Yeah. 
you know, who were signed, uh, then dropped it, you know, yourself. Uh, yeah, and finally, Nicky, I mean, it's amazing uh, to hear John Steele say that he is convinced that if he had been born in certain states of the US, that <laughs> Joe Brown would have been as big as Johnny Cash. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. If I, you know, I mean, I've heard uh, uh, jo- uh, um, jo- Joe sing Johnny Cash many, many times over the years. And as I said, if you turned your back, you think it was Johnny Cash. He just had a way about doing a song. He could do a George Jones song. He could do, a, you know, a Warren Zevon song or a, an Albert Lee song. And he, he just does them brilliantly. But the bands, you know, he played with great musicians. Um, you know, and he he was an astonishing, um, astonishing singer, and that was a huge strength of his. And as I said earlier on, in, in, when you were talking to me there, he just had his, he could put his finger on the pulse, but he got a song correct uh, and made it his own every single time. That you know, for me, it could be a Willie Nelson song. As I said, but I agree with John. I think if he if he had lived in uh, in Nashville, he he would have been as good as anything they produced over the years. That would be my humble opinion. Uh, there you go. And I, and I was delighted to see that Dave Keery actually got got. Uh, his, uh, his album uh, down on, on, on the CD um, this year, uh, during COVID, because it was great to uh, see that the Right to Disappear album is available in record stores, and you can hear Joe's voice, the, the standing quality of it, um, which, I, which was great to see. You know? Okay, brilliant. All right, listen, thank you very much for paying that uh, very warm and knowledgeable uh, tribute uh, there to uh, the late Joe Brown, and that is Nicky Wolf. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.